Welcome to another episode of your Sister in Law podcast, a show where we discuss everything about the law, life, and innovation. I'm your host, Rutenda, a mom, wife, sister, and above all, Being a full-time working mom can be challenging, especially in the legal industry. The hours you have to spend at the office and the errands you have to run after work are some of the challenges you may face. In this episode, we celebrate Mother's Day by having a conversation with two moms who are both in private practice. One is a mom of two and the other one is a mom of a toddler, both single but dating. Tune in as we explore their experiences and insights on how they balance their work and family life. So I sent them some questions because due to reasons beyond us, we couldn't meet and record. So me being me, I was like, let me send you some questions, answer them unapologetically and as raw as you can be. Mind you, these two phenomenal women are not just my colleagues, but my friends too. One is my venting friend and the other one is a voice of reason. So the first question that I asked them was, how do you balance your work and family life? And for this episode's sake, I'll just call them Anonymous 1 and Anonymous 2. So Anonymous 1 had this to say, I wouldn't say there's a balance. It cannot in reality ever be achieved. What I do, however, is be intentional in both my work and family life. My most important role is motherhood. I am a mother, whether I'm in the profession or not. That is my first calling. And I've also taught my child to know that she's the most important person in the equation of my life. I've taught her that I also go to work from Monday to Friday and she actually keeps tabs um, and tracks the days as the week moves on. And on the weekend, I can be with her and spend more time. So for me, the balancing act has been to start with my daughter. I've raised her on a routine and structure. She understands the concept of time and knows we can't always be together. I've secured a good nanny for her, who is such a gift, takes care of her so lovingly and understands the role I need to play. Anonymous 2 then said, I am fortunate to have a support system that helps me juggle work and family. From, from school run to attending to homework, when I am unable to get home early, I am now more flexible to attend to school consultations and the like because of my new role. However, when I have court sessions, I have to delegate to my support system to assist me. So, yeah, for me, balancing work and family life, there actually is no balance. You just have to juggle it all. You know what I mean? And um, like Anonymous once said, and even Anonymous too, you know, just getting the right support system is beneficial, you know, uh, because working moms generally struggle, you know. Um, because you have work, you have commitments, you also have the babies, um, and you tend to feel guilty sometimes, you know, when you're doing whatever you're doing, because you're like, okay, I really can't be there for homework. Maybe I'm still in traffic coming from work or I have to leave early because I have to do this. I have to be at the office by eight or, you know, things like that. So it can be challenging, but getting help. Investing in help, guys, actually helps, you know, uh, because you can't do it all. So 
if you can have support system that can be either your family people you trust or getting like help you know the nannies and them um which is also a challenge on its own you know just getting someone that's good with the kids i mean especially if you're in the toddler phase i mean i feel like i had to go through four or five maids you know at some point um because toddlers also come with their own challenges so yeah i think balancing can be tough uh, you just have to be intentional about what you want to do. If you are in mommy mode, make an, everyone understand that you're in mommy mode, you're working. Um, and yeah, and then probably you'll balance it at some point. So the next question that I asked them was, what are the biggest challenges you face as a mom working in the legal industry? Anonymous one said, the biggest challenge is the fact that uh, the profession is demanding. You cannot be partly present. It requires 100% from you all the time. The demands of work take time away from your loved ones, and sometimes guilt can build up. As a mom, there are some opportunities that I have to naturally forego as they will impact my motherhood roles. E.g., I can't just have an ad hoc meeting at 8 p.m. over dinner or drinks, which is something my male counterparts can easily do. Working hours have to be adhered to. There's no room for working outside of these hours as it will affect my being a mom. I'll conclude by saying the greatest challenge is that decisions have to be made around my role as a mother and whether or not it will affect my baby. Wow, all right, okay. Um, Anonymous 2 then said, the world is not too kind to the working mom. <laughs> Mentioning a school run is considered unavailable to commit to work ethic and professionalism and being disorganized even fellow women frown at you for asking to be excused so no so one can attend to school run not everyone has a plan b that's correct in this era where children are being kidnapped one cannot delegate such a task to strangers whom one has not yet vetted carefully so asking to be excused to attend school run school consultations school activities is not something that some employers are even and even some clients are welcoming freely. Some will let you go begrudgingly. And some will relate and let you attend your children's school activities and the like. Interestingly enough, when a man steps up to do these things, he's considered a responsible father. But a woman attending to all these things is considered disorganized and failing to juggle motherhood and work ethic. Mm, that's so true. Um... So when I was still in private practice, right, one of the partners was a hands-on dad. You know, like, if the child is sick, you will not see him in the office because he's at the hospital, you know. Um, if it's a school play or whatever it is, you will not see him at the office. You know what I mean? Like, he used to prioritize his children over work. You know, he was excellent in doing work, but when it comes to his kids, he was also hands-on. So for us, we were just like, yeah, this guy is this this guy is, is is on point you know he's a doting father he's available 24 7 for his kids you know but now it's kind of true you know like when you then look at the moms trying to be hands-on number one you're expected to do that naturally number two um it's harder when you're asking for permission i mean low-key that is why i ended up leaving practice because i was that one person who was always asking, you know, I always had something to do. Um, and like I said, being a mom, a wife, a sister means there's responsibilities that come with those designations. So it could be a, a, 
a family function, right? And I'm the daughter-in-law, I have to be present. You know, you cannot be there. You're not expected to not show up because you're working. You have to make a plan, you know. Um, someone died, you know, you have to be there. Um, you have to travel, you know. So oftenly I would ask for like Fridays off because I then had to travel, um, which would piss off people because, I mean come on, you're always asking, like, what is it, you know? So, yeah, those are some of the challenges. The environment, I understand. When it comes to a woman, it's like you're eating into the company's time when you're basically just doing a school run, you know? And some people don't really tolerate that. You then have to ask every day and make commitments and, you know, maybe leave the office later on because you used an hour of our time to do your school activities. So we really can't expect you to leave the office at five and things like that. So, yeah, I, I I don't know, but I, that's that's my opinion. And I feel like, I mean, we need to do better. We need to do better when it comes to this. Um, yeah, that was it for question two. Question three was, what changes would you like to see in the legal industry to better support working moms? So Anonymous One had this to say. First port of call would be to have our male and other older female counterparts not make it seem as if being pregnant or being a mom makes you any less capable of working in the industry. Mm, older female. <laughs> okay. It is not a disease. It is not chronic. It's not fatal. And yet there remains stigma around having pregnant employees, nursing moms, or just moms in general. I had a conversation with uh, a colleague of mine. He's um, he's a male, right? And he had a conversation with another woman. Um, I'm not sure from which industry, but she was complaining that, guys, I don't have anywhere to pump my milk, you know, especially breastfeeding moms. Like, you, sometimes you have shared offices, right? And the only private area where you can get privacy is the bathroom. And it's not the most hygienic place for you to actually be pumping the milk that you want to give your baby. So... I don't know. I don't know if it's not just for the legal industry. I guess it's for every industry. You know, let's cater to breastfeeding moms. I mean, you already have sore boobs because there's a whole lot of milk that no one is drinking. You need to pump it out, right? So you definitely need some sort of privacy. I mean, let's create some sort of mom chill rooms where they go in, they pump their milk, and then you could go back to the office. You know, I think that would be good. You know, it's something to actually consider. So, yeah, Anonymous One was saying, I mean, everyone has or has had a mom, even the male partner in his corner office. There is a serious need to re-evaluate how women are treated when they enter motherhood. An example of my personal experience, after delivering my baby, I went on maternity leave. And when it was time to come back to the office, I was dismissed. Hmm. It could not have been for lack of merit or malperformance, but a direct attack on my now being a new mom. Imagine the stress, okay? Because when you give birth, guys, <laughs> number one, the, the labor alone is intense. Then when you recover, you probably go through postpartum depression, you know. Um, and you definitely don't want losing your job to be somewhere along those lines or somewhere in the mix, you know. Um, so she says, I am not crazy. Two other mothers were let go on the same day. One who was coming from maternity leave and the other one was expecting. Mm. This was a direct message from the partnership that motherhood was not welcome in the office space. 
Perhaps those that don't want to be inconvenienced by motherhood should altogether not hire young women. We are bound to settle down and start our own families. If that is a bitter pill to swallow, then why don't you hire post-child bearing age women and have a menopausal team of professionals? Rolling eyes. <laughs> Emoji. The support needed foremost is the acknowledgement that young women will have children, period. And when they do, they will still need to work and take care of themselves and their children. Anonymous 2 then said, I would like to see employers accept that young women are at a childbearing age and they need the employer support and understanding. Childbearing should not be a ground to terminate employment contracts or avoid hiring women in the law firm. As a society, we need to accept that moms need to be allowed to balance work and family without judgment. Guys, I mean, honestly, uh, especially for Anonymous One, you know, like, I was kind of there when she was going through it. And it was sad, you know, it was really sad. Number one, you have this baby, you are probably just going through the emotions. You're vulnerable, right? And then you lose your job. I mean, you do know that probably that one job is something that you can keep you sane as a mom, you know, it can be a distraction. So I feel like when it then comes to the, the, the work part or, um, in fact, you know what, I'm speaking to founding partners, I'm speaking to HR, I'm speaking to management, you know, when women then go on their maternity leave and when they, uh, maybe in a vulnerable state or whatever it is, sometimes you need work as a distraction. Why don't you get into um, uh, a commitment where you discuss, you know, communication is key. Talk to the working mom or talk to the pregnant mom or the just given birth mom that, okay, you know what, we are you able to sacrifice at least two hours a day, you know, to just do this for us? Or are you available, you know, whenever you are free, get back to us and we'll then discuss, let's, let's keep this ball rolling, you know, so that it doesn't seem like you are saying, ah, why did you get pregnant in the first place? You know, now we have to hire another person to replace you, or now we have to, you know, do your work and whatever. I mean, talk, discuss, you know, because it's really sad for people to lose their jobs. Like she said, young women are going to bear children. You know, you're going to get married. And it also depends on the circumstances. You know, you could get married and you're maybe later uh, in life or whatever it is. And then you're bound to have a baby then. So it's not just about young women and bearing children. It's about every woman, you know. Um, and not hiring women and then hiring men because you don't want the you don't want women who then take maternity leaves and stuff i mean that same guy is definitely going to get married to another woman right who is also going to be in the same uh situation so i i don't understand i actually don't understand how it's supposed to work where people don't accommodate women who then get pregnant um end up giving birth and things like that you know it's quite sad especially for anonymous one so yeah just like what Anonymous 2 said, it's also important that we create environments for these women to and accommodate them. You are already, you've brought a human being into this world, guys. Like, it's not an easy job. Um, you definitely don't need to lose your job while you're at it. And life is hard, you know. For those people that you then want to hire, or whether it's a driver to get your child from school, or whether it's what, or a nanny, these people need to be paid. So if I lose my job, then does it mean I stop my career? 
because I can't afford a nanny or I can't afford help. So I need to stop my career and then take care of the child. That's not fair, you know? And for me, I really didn't experience this problem when I then got pregnant and gave birth. It's just that it was a lot for me. Um, and also, like I mentioned, I was the only one who was married at the time um, in the firm. And so I already I had a whole lot of stress, different from anyone else. But when then came to the child and juggling and whatever, I didn't really face a problem. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't really, really face a problem where I said, okay, um, I'm not being considered and things like that. And also because it was during COVID. Ah, yes, it was during COVID. So, I mean, the maternity leave just kept on extending and extending. I think for like a good six, seven months, you know. So, that was my advantage. Yeah, that's why I actually didn't experience any problems. Because it was during COVID and I mean, I couldn't do anything about that now, could I? So my last question was, what advice would you give to other moms who are considering a career in law? So Anonymous One said, don't be intimidated. You can do both, but you cannot do it all at the same time. Priorities are important. Setting boundaries will save your mental health. Get as much help as you can at home. Once you have covered your home and made sure it can function in your absence, then let your career take off. Don't be the I can do it all by myself woman. You can't and you won't. Arrogance does not help. Be humble. Ask for help. Get the support you need at work. Set attainable goal. And remember, your first priority is the children, then your career. Once your babies are grown and you've been involved, you will love seeing the fruits of your labor. Anonymous 1 said, Anonymous 2 rather, a career in law is not limited to private practice. So the challenges that women face in private practice should not deter women from considering a career in law. One can work in the public sector for parastatals, in the private sector as an in-house counsel, e.g. legal officer, legal advisor, and can also be in private practice. All one needs is a good support system to help navigate instances where one needs to commit to work and attend to children's affairs at the same time. I think... Yeah, I, I mean, they took the words right out of my mouth. I feel like um, you can't be in two places at the same time, you know. Um, let's let, Women have the gift that keeps on giving, you know. We have the gift of multitasking. We can do it. Um, I think what we just need to do is prioritize, you know. A career in law... Um, I mean, it's it's progressive. It's something to look forward to. And... It shouldn't be someone else's experiences, you know, shouldn't be a deterrent to what you want to do with your career. So to all the ladies out there or to all the men or even, yeah, you know, who just want to get into law, you know, do it. Just go for it. Um, find balance somewhere along the lines. Um, and also get to uh, network and get mentorship, I guess. It will also help in trying to juggle life. Um, yeah, and then you take it from there. So we've come to the end of episode five of my podcast. Thank you again to my listeners and to Anonymous One and Anonymous Two for your contributions. Catch you in the next one. Bye, yours, Retendo.